Why do anything other than draft? That's what you want. That's what we're going to give you. It is Wednesday night. This is Ship Chasing. We are hopping in a BBM3 draft tonight. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> This is what? This is what? I'm hot. Anita job. Fix your sight. Jamar. <laughs> Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Kadarius Tony? You can't handle the heat. He it looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. Good evening. Good evening to everyone in the chat. We got Piss Boys. We got Let's Go. How are we doing tonight, Pat? Doing good. Doing good. I uh, still love that intro, Pete. Gets me, gets me, uh, puts a smile on my face every time. Especially the, right. the Silva Bunny years closing it after uh, he came at you today on Twitter. Yeah, let's, I mean, Silva just unprovoked. You know, I'm just, you know, just having a nice <laughs> evening. I was actually watching Survivor uh, with Lauren. <laughs> and I noticed I get a tag here from Silva just completely <laughs> out of nowhere saying I look like this zero rb enjoyer meme here let's see some of these things throws up when they accidentally auto draft jk dobbins in the fourth actually that's a that's a zero rb target for us because you can get him in the fifth these days yeah um retweets every pff article saying running back should be paid 10 50 an hour that was probably the best joke on here uh why cooper cup is my what a what a thread um I think you can make a really fucking good argument of why he's the one well, he does, but we're not we're not thread bros the uh, <laughs> we talk about it on our streams. The uh, the almost punched a close friend in the face for showing him Saquon Barkley highlights. I feel like is is kind of a missed opportunity because isn't the joke that we only watch highlights that we right. don't grind the tape? I, exactly. I love highlights. Yes, uh, has no idea. Underdog is 0.5 PPR, and even if he knew it, wouldn't face him. That's, that's RB enjoyers have no idea that you could only start three running backs uh on underdog <laughs> instead of four wide receivers but and even if they knew <laughs> <laughs> this part is true you read one zero rb article from sean i mean that was before 2018 and it became his entire personality yeah what well, you don't even know what it was dude so then silva comes to me and says this meme guy literally looks like peter Overzet. i and also i think you put the <laughs> emphasis on literally it's not this meme guy literally looks like peter Overzet there so i don't know what's going on there some spreadsheet socialist ideolo- <laughs> you know, ideology <laughs> just unreal um and so silva if silva wants to go blows you know he came back. <laughs> we didn't get the actual meme generator lab i was on the couch but boy was i gonna film this tweet out <laughs> The RB enjoyer drafts 34-year-old Derrick Henry solely because his name is the big dog, ready to Martingale Zeke for the fourth year in a row. Can't figure out how to access the internet for podcasts. <laughs> um, just a little fun with my guy, Evan Silva, here. And uh, Leone did Evan's confirm for us that all of ETR is in on fifth round Zeke this year. So um, we're, we're going to He also confirmed because Silva, Silva disputed that he was high on the big dog last year. <laughs> Leone confirmed that they were, in fact, high on the big dog. They did bet some Derrick Henry unders because they were egregiously high, but they were above market on Derrick Henry. Yeah, a lot of revisionist history going on over there. Uh, but if that was the only thing that uh, Silva could quibble with, then, uh, you know, we're in good shape. Um, <laughs> ben Gretsch is going to be joining us in a sec, just running a little late. We are going to hop into BBM. Three uh, draft here tonight. Pat, have you had a chance to do any BBMs uh, on your own? Yeah, I've been doing some slow drafts. Um, I'm not historically have been a slow draft guy. I've been a fast draft guy. 
uh, I actually went back. I was listening to some of uh, some of Liam's stuff and uh, realizing, you know, he's he's all about the fast drafts. And to be honest, I was like, I don't know this week 17 schedule by heart, man. <laughs> I still got to be. I gotta, I'm like memorizing it as I go slow draft. So I'm like, uh, I'm kind of ramping up, you know, ramping up yeah. the slow drafts. I'll be fast drafting I- by uh, by August for sure. I'm the same way. Like I have to have, um, right now I've been mainly doing them at desktop just because I like having, um, the schedule and stuff up right Mm -hmm. next to me, uh, while drafting. Oh, but you know, once July rolls around, then it'll be the ultimate party, uh, trick. You know, you're just at a party and you tell people, Hey, ask me, um, the Falcons schedule weeks 15 through 17. Cardinals. And then I just got the, I got the 17 one Cardinals. (laughs) That one's easy because they're both, they're both birds. (laughs) There you go. Um, Nick says, I cannot join this draft tonight. My barbell has been lifted. Hang on. Nick, if I'm hearing you correctly, as I understand barbell philosophy is that you do 75 early and 75 late. Are you telling me that you are already 75 BBM three drafts deep right now, Nick? Please tell me that isn't the case. Look at this. See, I was thinking about doing barbell like, you know, maybe a third early. Yeah. Right. Or even like fourth early. Because it seems like. I know that there's an advantage to drafting the early stuff, but it seems like the late ones are maybe even a bit better. Yeah. I mean, I think the conventional wisdom still holds, I think easier to build super teams early, but I guess you could also argue the ADP got so efficient, even within the first few days, just because only sharp people are drafting. Um, Yeah. It feels pretty sharp. Like it's, there's nothing like, Oh man, I can't believe this guy's going so late or something. This is a pretty good roast from FF Dude. Well, the oddest pack. Can your computer even handle fast drafts? Honestly, it's worse than that. When Pete was like, I do it at the desktop, I was like, what? I do them all on my phone. I do them all on my phone. I don't do any underdog drafting on my computer. To me, part of the experience is the phone. I mean, the, the app is is really good. So it is good. Well, this is yeah, this is where my book phone comes in handy because I get the double screen going, I get the draft on one, I get my spreadsheet on the other, like a true virgin on the stairmaster yeah. drafted on his phone. Yeah, I gotta I gotta uh, get my influence game up so people start sending me phones. Liam says get him on ship chasing. This slow draft shout out is uh, unacceptable. We'll get you on ship chasing right now, Liam. Just between two friends, I'd say you're a little overexposed right now. As a guy who does 19 hours of live streaming a week, it is okay for me to say that. You're on a lot <laughs> yeah. of podcasts. I mean, Liam, just I, we all know you had COVID. It takes two seconds to make your own YouTube account, man. Just get, I mean, I'm sick of listening to you on these shows saying, like, I had COVID last week, so I haven't been able to get my YouTube account. Buddy, come on, come on. <laughs> um no i'm with you liam fast drafts are the way to go but you know i just i feel like as i'm getting getting my feet wet here with everything it's been fun i've been to be honest with the slow draft stuff because uh i believe it was justin herzig was talking about just from like a mental health standpoint he's like he really prefers not having any slow drafts going but when you're in the dynasty streets and you got these rookie drafts going you're already checking the internet constantly so you might as well throw on a, a handful of underdogs yeah, I, I appreciate that thing. I, I don't know. I guess it does depend like on your schedule and stuff, but I, I feel like I'm normally um, checking my phone and, you know, up late, you know, for these to where yeah. I'm never like actually worried. And I've noticed, like, I've just gotten in the habit when I do them too, where I just set the queue. If I notice, oh, I'm two picks away before I go right. to bed. That's I'll what I've been a doing couple, too. 
And then yeah. it's just you, you sleep cozy. Um, Ben Gretsch, how we doing, buddy? What's up? Sorry, I had a uh, out here on the West Coast. These, you know, it's a six fifteen start time, so I got to do early dinners. Hit hit a little rush hour traffic from some people picking up the dinner. Wow. Got in a little late. Those are some sacrifices. Got, I had a an eventful dinner too. We had taco salads, and uh, my old my wife accidentally gave my oldest my salad and me hers, and I hadn't sat down oh, quite yet. No. And so she had barbacoa in hers, which she doesn't eat. Oh, I had chicken God. in mine. She dumps her whole dressing on it. <laughs> it's like a dressing that I don't like. <laughs> it's uh, a vinaigrette. Uh, so I got a well, vinaigrette's good, dude. Come on. Yeah. Well, this place has a really good like like. Uh, Chipotle lime, no, not chipotle lime, like a lime, uh, avocado lime. This is what I'm trying oh, to that sounds avocado good. Lime. That's really yeah, yeah. good. She poured, uh, more of like a yeah, like a vinegary dressing on it, uh, but I like more of a creamy dressing. Yeah, I got kind of that's a different vibe. It, it led to yeah. a different vibe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not the vibe for that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, quick clickers, hop in. We're doing a BBM3 draft. We learned a lot oh, of wow, lessons last week. Some decent amount of spots here. We might we might actually have some chip chasers. There we go. And it's filled. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, what was it at? Like four or five filled before I hopped in? Yeah. Ooh, okay. All okay. Right. I, I, I think that, this is a good spot, right? Dave's. Yeah. We got Chris, oh, I th- Sam, I wonder Stark if some Hitler. people jumped in. You should uh, jump in in the background. And not let anyone know. And it'll be a non-friends and family <laughs> draft for once. Uh, you know what I need to do? What if I did something super cruel where I like basically spun up like a dummy like um, video of me entering a draft and I screamed <laughs> that, that everyone runs in, then pull the rug out from underneath. <laughs> the next that would be good. Although there's enough people draft. enter that the next draft ends up just being a friends and family draft as well, so... I know the bizarro, uh, bizarro drafts here, but I, I'm pretty sure I recognize literally every name in here. I don't know if that means they're all ship chasers. If I just draft too much on underdog, I guess maybe Spursy is the one name I don't recognize here. So Spursy, <laughs> yeah, well, if you're in the chat, reveal yourself. One you're of gonna, 12. You're going to be <laughs> in for the ride of your life, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dude taking Zeke in the ninth round feeling like, what is happening? <laughs> Spurs is going to be talking about this all summer. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's not even possible to stream DraftKings. They don't even have a fucking draft board. Like, I don't even know how you would do that. <laughs> Isn't the DraftKings ones, like, gigantic? I I was part of that thing in 20... It's JJ, right? Yeah. When was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, 2020, when they, like, gave away a ton of tickets right at the end, and it ruined all the... You have the ETR the... rankings up? I they think got, I have the ETR in there. Yeah, they got Big Dog over JJ, even though JJ's ADP is higher. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. Can you pull the ADP? Can you like sort by the ADP? Is that possible? So I hear that's coming. You know what I should actually do? I might just rug um, the Leone's ranks for this draft just so we can see actual. Yeah, I just want to see the ADP. Yeah, let me just clear this. I'd love if I could put multiple things in there. I, I just have the ADP in there. Yeah. Okay. They well that's what um uh Brian's um Brian Brick 75 has this HUD he's been working on and it actually just got updates. He wants me to test it out, but you can upload your CSV with whatever additional information you want in it. 
So like, if you want to put week 17 matchups as a column, it'll display it there. Um, And he's also working on some stuff. I don't know if it's in this edition to where it will highlight teammates after you've drafted them. Oh my God. As well. So I think it's going to be pretty cool if it's uh, as good as it sounds like it is. I need to test drive this as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, so need, we uh, need a couple testers in case there's bugs. <laughs> the only problem with it, again, is it's it's a desktop tool, right? So it's like... Well, you know, the desktop thing. I, I'm not that committed to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, Man, Liam's already trying to tee us up with, uh, with player takes right out of the gate. Um, I guess the Jarvis Landry signing was uh, since our last show here. Do you guys have any any takes on how this shakes out for the Saints passing game? It's not great for Thomas. I mean, Jarvis was still really good at targets per out run last year. Thomas is yeah, a couple years removed. Like Jarvis Landry is still good at earning volume. He was at over 24% targets per out run, which is like really good. I mean, that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily make him a clear target because he's a low dot guy who doesn't necessarily do a lot after he earns a target either in terms of you know yards per target or TD rate. I also think it that is, comes down yeah. just because like he yeah. actually has target competition now and he didn't before. Right. And it did. It did in 2018 and 2019 when when Beckham was first with Cleveland. I think, especially, I guess 2018 was his first year in Cleveland, but 2019 was his career level. That I'm not certain if that was an, a healthy Beckham year or not. I, I actually don't think it was. But um, I, I agree with you completely in, in the general idea that being alongside Thomas in a new offense, Landry's not going to be at 24, percent but he's going to probably be at 20, percent right? And that's like not good for Michael Thomas, who. Last we saw him absolutely dominate was getting like 200 targets and catching 150 balls. Like that was a, you know, a huge part of his profile was just getting a ton of work. Yeah. It's not great for Thomas. I wonder if it affects his ADP because it seems like, all right, Higgins. Higgins was, yeah. I mean, Ben, do you have anything else here? Interesting knowing we'll probably be able to get any of these running backs we want coming back. (laughs) Literally all of them will be there. (laughs) Yeah. Higgins is easy. I thought like in normal drafts, and I, Ben, I, I don't. I know you're not able to do this. You'd be shocked how far AJ Brown is falling in some of these. Like you can get him early third in some of these BBM three drafts. Obviously, mm-hmm, not a chip mm-hmm. chasing room, but it's kind of so juicy. Good. That is juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and God says Kelsey. Guys, are you are you the Kelsey guy? No, that's Mookie. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying here, brother. What's Kelsey guys mean? Oh, he said hopefully Kelsey lasts. I think I don't think he saw that Kelsey he, went. He, yeah, Kelsey long, went. Long. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been um, good. Let's see. great to start Jefferson Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean everyone wanted to see how far Henry could go. He does go to its Mookie at uh, pick sixteen here, doing our best to lower his ADP. I mean that's still too high, but good, good pick. <laughs> Thomas does feel like a little interesting to me, though. Like, Wait, Chris. Chris. What? Chris taking Justin Herbert at the 2 3 turn? He stacked it up with Mike Williams already. <laughs> wow, Chris, you're getting funky early this year. <laughs> I thought we saved the gal braiding until late August. <laughs> I don't, I don't auto get pick. it. The other, oh, auto pick. The other thing I was going to say there is. There's going to be teams that start Cup, Allen, Williams, and still get Herbert in the fourth, probably. So now you just have like a stack. What just happened there? 
Chris. Oh, wow. I, I want to say to Chris right now, because Chris Chris is always hunting for that streamy, <clears throat> streamer idiot EV. Hop in these drafts with these idiot dads who are putting their kids <laughs> to bed. So plus EV, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Javante 303? Jesus, he should still be an early second pick. What are they going to make us do here, fellas? I feel like we've got options. Mm. Yeah, we got options for sure. Another receiver, right? I mean, do you guys all agree in general that there's a a big tier break here, like after Higgins to this next tier of wide receivers? I, I do. Um, I still really I think, like Waddle and Deontay for sure. Yeah, I, I like gotten, Waddle and Deontay. I've gotten zero Deontay this year. Let's take him. Okay, let's do it. That's a dude that draws a ton of volume and has a passing game that, I mean, yeah, that, they're going to run more probably, but are they going to be able to effectively? The team went and drafted another outside receiver. We talked about how that's probably more of a concern for Claypool, you know, during the, the draft draft stream. Did we talk about that, Pat, or the week after? I mean, <clears> I've been talking about it. I don't know that it's necessarily a concern because it's possible it's good for Claypool, right? The way it's good for Claypool is – in two wide receiver sets, it's Johnson and Claypool, which it probably should be. And then in three wide receiver sets, Claypool kicks inside. That might be good. Yeah. Because be otherwise, good. Deontay Johnson's kicking inside, which you could argue would be good for Johnson. And maybe <laughs> maybe it's a bit of both. But like Claypool is like a part-time big slot. Actually, sounds pretty fun. Yeah, that's not bad. But regardless, it's not a it's not a significant concern for Johnson that they drafted George Pickens and. It's, no, I don't think so. Friar Muth is good, and I think he'll take a step forward. I don't know. I just feel like Deontay Johnson is still this really target-dominant player. And there's still a really clear upside case for him, and it's that he actually has an efficient year after earning targets, like a yards-per-target bump one year, which he has not had yet. Yeah, and we were – I was talking to Leone about Juju today and, you know, just looking at his yards-per-target, which was sub-5 last year, and it was like 6.5 the year before that or something, and, it, you know, just absolutely terrible – which a lot of that's on Ben. But then when you look at Deontay Johnson's yards per target, which is also quite poor, if it's on Ben with Juju, it's on Ben with Deontay. And and then, you know, you watch the games and stuff, and, like, some of Deontay Johnson's routes are literally just him turning. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, you know, that's basically a running back dump off, which partly explains why he earns targets so well, because he was, like, he wasn't really earning them all. But he, for years now, has had a really high target rate. And he had a pretty high target rate even – yeah, when yeah. I was and, and in college, stuff. he was able to he was able to get downfield a little bit. And get a he little bit of just, efficiency. He had the one year yeah. where his yards per target were actually really good, and he had a fantastic season. But his targets per out run, I mean, I agree with you. There's a lot of quick hits, but I mean, his a dot the last three years eight, between eight point five to nine point five every year, mm -hmm. which is not Juju low. It's not you know that's where Juju used to be, right? Before the last couple years, the good, yeah, the good when years. he was good, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, some interesting stuff here. I'm surprised Waddle in a ship chasing grass falling all the way to 312. Um, yeah, that's a, that was a good turn. Waddle, DJ Moore. Metcalf, I think Waller I here, gonna, guys. I was going to make a case for Metcalf. Yeah, Waller's a good pick. I, I'm always great with uh, with the tight ends here. Or Lamar, but yeah, we, Waller's too too easy to take. Waller's crazy good here, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you guys, if, if you're like me, 
you're, you're going to be having a ton of Waller and Kittle because they're they're routinely here in the fourth round. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to have a lot of all the guys. I'm just going to. I, I mean, I think uh, I, like I think all. I only I only ended up I only have one share of Mark Andrews so far. That's still like I don't necessarily think it's bad. It's still just kind of a hard click for me at the beginning of the second round. I like Lamar a lot. And so that makes it easier. I pushed it in one of the slow drafts. I, you know, I didn't reach for Lamar. Do what you're supposed to do. You know, you, you don't take Lamar. You wait till he comes back around. He actually got back. So I'm pretty psyched when you pull off uh, an Andrews Lamar stack. It does feel good. Liam was asking about Metcalf. We, we touched on it last week, but the cool thing about Metcalf last year, which sort of is the concern of this prospect profile as well, is he just got absolutely dunked on by AJ Brown and Ole Miss in terms of like target volume and everything. But last year, the first two years of his career, he was just under 20% targets per run. Last year, he jumped up to about 25%. So in that really strong range that we're talking about, um, his yards per target fell off big time. Remember, Wilson missed a bunch of time last year. Everyone's baking in that Metcalf is going to play with worse QB, so he's not going to be very efficient. His yards per target last year were 7.8. He was 9.3 and 10.5 his first two years. So 1.5 yards below his previous career low. So is this corresponding no, we're, we're jump up. in target rate and drop in yards per target? We're up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so I've I've been like just hammering Brees Hall in this range, but I'm I'm open to uh to other stuff here. I mean Dobbins, Brees Hall seems pretty nice. Dobbins and Hall both look good. I would take Gabe Davis too here, but I'm good with the running back. Do you want to push it? No, let's do Hall and then okay. we can. Come on, he I'm almost clicking. lets us push. I was, that was scary, there. I was glitching there for a sec. Um, yeah, I still like my thesis on Brees Hall is that he's going to be a round and a half higher by the time the season starts where he's going. I think so. He he feels like maybe he'll be a late third. That's my um, thing. Three, four turn. I'm like, yeah, I'm penciling him in there. I think you're exactly right. And like, I mean, it's pretty easy to see the bull case for him, right? Like I, I I'm not that high on Brees compared to some others post draft and i don't view him as this like generational running back prospect um i think zeke's a fair comp but i i think zeke was maybe like slightly overrated as a as a prospect but but maybe like javon he's like a javante level prospect i think well i was just um, gonna ask that because javante i mean in that case then like javante was going somewhere from mid fifth to mid sixth for most of last off season in underdog drafts right but Javante, I guess Javante, I think was a bit of an underrated, underrated prospect, and was seen as a guy who's going to have to like wait a year. So, which was a true thesis. <laughs> yeah, kind of was. Um, but I think like Hall, I, he's not a Jonathan Taylor level guy, but maybe he has a Jonathan Taylor type rookie season in the sense that like by you know week eight, week nine, he's like really starting to come on, and then by the end of the year, it's like this is one of the guys you really, really want. And I don't know. One thing I've been thinking about this year too is like so many of the running backs going early are 26 or older. Like we are kind of looking at potentially like a, like a system, like some systemic risk. <laughs> is everyone shocked? I think there's systemic risk at the early running backs, but there's, <laughs> yeah. I think there's maybe like this year, like so many of the running backs, like each have like a pretty major red flag of that. They're 26 or older or that, like in Henry's case, he's 28. Like there's like some serious like age concerns with these running backs where, you know, maybe one of the guys like maybe an ETN or maybe a Hall 
right? Or like one of those guys emerges from the middle rounds to be like the guy you had to have. Yeah. Um, Casey saying scary, scary, putting your faith in a rookie RB with your anchor. No, I, I mean, as much as I would love to, to stretch this to, as a anchor RB build, I mean, I, I think of it as Brees Hall as your, your slightly early zero RB <laughs> pick the rookie that supercharges your team down the stretch. Yeah, it's probably, we could go six running backs if we wanted here. Yeah, I think Brees Hall does give you that flexibility. Like if you're truly drafting like you're right and he's, you know, averaging 20 plus points per game, you know, weeks 15 through 17, like you're probably good with a five RB build if you, if you yeah. get there. Uh, um, I mean, Gretch, I'll let you have your guy if you want him. Traylon? Burks? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, let's take him. Let's do it. I mean, anyone else that you would pound the table for here? I think Burks, Burks is the pick. Yeah. I do too. I was I was uh, I was listening to you guys on hall and thinking about that. Um, I do. I wonder. It's not as well. I mean, Taylor had Mac, but it, it is a little bit of a concern. Taylor came in behind a good offensive line too. We don't necessarily know how good the Jets' offense is going to be, and you have Carter there. You have other backs mm-hmm. too. I mean, there's like they still have Ty Johnson on the roster. Who else do they have? They have like a few backs. I think they brought back Tevin Coleman, but I don't right. think. I mean, if Tevin Coleman's a problem, then the whole the whole thesis of the it's, play. He's yeah. not a generational running back of Tevin Coleman's problem. I just think it's 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 harder to view a scenario where he's even just one injury away from a huge workload. Yeah, they did bring back Coleman. They still have Michael P. Ryan on the roster. Like they have a bunch of dudes. I think, I mean, I think Hall is really, really good, but I think the uh the market might not necessarily buy that. I guess my to like, if I were asking someone to debate against hall as a pick in the fifth and sixth, would be to tell me like, if there's not an upside case for him in weeks 15 through 17, like, cause that's, that's really what I'm hanging my hat on with him that there's there clearly like is. Yeah. 20 plus point per game upside. I also <laughs> think like the half PPR stuff, you know, you're hoping he's getting, you're hoping he's like Joe Mixon. I mean, that's kind of been the hope all along is that he's basically Joe Mixon, I think, which is another guy I think is like a fair comparison as a prospect, like probably not like a generational type running back prospect, but a very good running back prospect. But like Joe Mixon had to deal with Gio Bernard, like much of his career. He never quite got there, but in spurts, Mixon has been like even pre burrow blowing up. Mixon had some huge games. Um, we're on the clock here. I, I was seeing if Burrow hung around, but he didn't. I don't see any quarterback stacks we want. Don't love this tight end range. Um, roll a clip. Yeah, roll it. Are we going to roll it? Yeah, of roll course it, we're going to roll it. What are you talking about? He's the best receiver I mean, available. What are you trying to right. do here? Take Elijah Mitchell? All right, whatever you guys say. Play the hit. <laughs> Dying more too wise. the fucking sickest name I've ever seen for a wide receiver in my goddamn life. Sky's up! Oh, good. Dynasty guy right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. How am I hesitant already on uh, on the Skyboy? Because every time from I last see... summer, you're already sick of drafting the role. You're sick of rolling. No, the no, it's just May? the sky. The sky ADP <laughs> is insane. It is a bit much, my God. But I think, I mean, <laughs> but like we we're kind of in a in a room here, right? It's not usually the seventh round, is it? <laughs> I mean, this is still we took him ahead of ADP. Ugh. Goodness. I'm good with it. I would have taken him around earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are sick. Yeah, no, you're right. That is a <clears throat> that is a lofty price. I mean, to be fair, I, I, I didn't have anyone else I was I was pounding the table no. for there. Um but like oh actually are, there's I someone mean, we absolutely should have taken ahead of him. Yeah, I know. Let's, That's let's see I was what happens. Yeah, don't don't mention him. <laughs> let's see what happens. Um, the trailing stuff's funny to me with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, that they out of shape stuff. I mean, I know it's like, obviously not great that he like had to leave practice on Friday, but he did have like a full practice on Saturday. And, uh, I don't Wait, know. You, the fact talking that it's about Wilson. Were you talking about Wilson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about yeah, Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Like yeah, I was just, I was gonna make the thing. I mean, we're we're we should have taken Garrett Wilson, Wilson over Skymore, right? Yeah, we have Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been Wilson. much a much much better pick. <laughs> so let's just back up what happened there. Uh, ship chasing enthusiasm has skyrocketed Sky Moore up the eighty. <laughs> above Garrett Wilson. Above Garrett Wilson. We, it's it's bad. That's like this bad. To our own ADP setting by not scrolling far enough I down just, to find a player we actually right, like more. Exactly. Couldn't yeah. even imagine that we weren't in the hey. in the right range for Sky Moore. We Listen, Wilson. If you do, if you reach for a player, you're giving up value. You got to let the room let you know where guys should be valued. And if Sky Moore's ADP is in the seventh round, that's the available receiver. That's just the market, man. We need to listen to the wisdom of the crowd. Uh, all right, we got 17 seconds here. Dak. Um. Why is Dak available this late? Yeah, you Miles Sanders Dak. is honestly fine here, even though it's gross. Oh, Dak would be good. Yeah, let's do Dak. Yeah, let's grab Dak. There's some nice um, backdoor stack options with him. Yeah, I like. Oh, that I, too. I, I'm with you. I see it. Um. Yeah, the uh, the Sky Moore stuff. There, there was. I mean, you could feel that coming too. As as much as we joke about, uh, you know, being Sky Moore influencers, like everyone fucking loves Sky Moore. Like, yeah, no, everyone. everyone got it. Everyone. Got it. What? Keith's comment here. Pete is absolutely in a hot dog costume, <laughs> saying we're all looking for the person who did this. Exactly. I know. Like you were just watching my kind of my brain was twisted in a knot. It's like we have this highlight clip and his ADP is too high. In the dark, if I was drafting by myself, guys, and just no lights, no chat, I'd be like, Are you fucking kidding me, Skyboy? Right there? No. The, the, the best, best part about this is like it is May. It was just a couple months ago that like we you found out who Sky Moore was, and you're like, that's the sickest fucking name. <laughs> like three months later, you're like, I can't be drafted this guy. What are we doing? Life comes at you fast. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, Gallup. Oh, come on. Look at that. Sam Sam's going hyper fragile. So he's uh you know, when you have Russell Amber. Gage is your RB. Yeah, when you don't have any receivers, you gotta you gotta pick one who's uh coming off an ACL tear. Wait, we get uh, oh I yeah, okay. Um Friar 
So we could also we could get Pollard. Oh, Pollard with our, Pollard, yeah, Pollard with our deck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. I like that. I, I was so assuming good. Gallup He's was just so be good. There. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so what do yeah, so, oh, go ahead. We, we got cut off on the DK thing earlier, but what do you guys oh, yeah, think sorry. about that? So no, no, it was fine. We were we were up, but basically to, to wrap up that thought, what I was arguing was that he actually showed these target gains. If he can maintain some of that target earning ability, his efficiency was already kind of bad last year, and he was still pretty good. He had a lot of touchdowns. Maybe he won't be able to maintain the high touchdown rate, but like. I don't know how much worse he can actually be. And one of the things we said last week was like, he can kind of man manage his own efficiency to a certain degree. He's an athletic freak, but if he's actually good enough to get open enough to earn a lot of targets and he played with Gino a decent amount last year, if Gino's a starting QB. And I think, you know, it was probably part of those target gains. I, I haven't looked. I think Gino probably game. will be, there was an athletic yeah. uh, in the, in their depth chart. I forget the name of the beat reporter uh, for, for the athletic, but he was saying that, uh, that he does think it'll be Gino. I think it really? makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Drew Locke sucks. <laughs> what do you he mean? sucks. Gino's okay. Like, I mean, he's not good either. But... Gino also is bad, but Drew Locke yeah. just straight can up you sucks. Tell me, can you send me that article? I need to uh, bring that up with Spags on uh, on Splash Play on Friday. Gonna... Yeah, I'll pull it up. But what do you guys this... think about this, this idea that DK is a good value? Because there's actually potential if he keeps those target gains... <laughs> And what if he's efficient on top of that? What if he actually makes some big plays? Like, my problem is, is I I definitely see paths to him having uh, a big year, but like none of the quarterback downside risk is like baked into his ADP. I know this room isn't the best one to illustrate it, but he's still going at pick forty, I believe, is his ADP forty two. I mean, I guess I don't know. It's tough. I think uh, Ben's point though about the quarterback stuff is a good one. Like he played with Wilson, you know, for a decent amount of last year, but Wilson also, when he came back, wasn't good. Right. Like, Wilson just straight up was not good for most of basically what the entire, whenever I don't know off the top of my head when Wilson got hurt, but from that point on the quarterback play wasn't very good. And also to your target per outrun point, target per outrun tends to increase when you're, when ADOT decreases, but his ADOT was 13.1 last year. He's not yeah. like being used as a not, you know, as, as like an intermediate. He was still a deep threat last year. Uh, so I think that that target rate increase really doesn't matter. He's going into his prime as like a high volume, super athletic receiver. And I don't know. I think that mid fourth price tag is actually really cheap. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> What do you guys want to do here? I think, I mean, we could do the, do you want to do you like any of these running backs? You want to do Fryermuth? Yeah, Fryermuth makes sense to me. I'd do Penny or Fryermuth. Um All right, let's do the tight end first just cuz I think we're have some options at running back coming back here. Um That's also good. sets us up for a cheap late round picket who I think Pat, uh Prescott and Pickett's a decent uh Yeah, it's fine. Combo of two. We just, I mean, we're betting against Claypool a little bit. I, I think this idea that Deontay and Fryermuth can kind of be their top two targets in Pittsburgh, and we have them both on this roster, uh, very plausible way that this year goes. Plus, with Waller, all we need is some touchdowns out of Fryermuth, which which he seemed capable yeah. of. Yeah. Um, 
let's see. There's someone else. Uh, what was Liam asking? Oh yeah. Liam, Liam wants your take on the, the Ronald Jones slander from Rashad white. Did you see that? Those DMS? Uh, yeah. yeah. This is great. We want this. We want Rashad White to think Ronald Jones is terrible. You know, it's great. I want him as motivated as possible. And also, it is a weird thing to comp Rashad White, like <laughs> pass catching specialist to Ronald Jones, two down specialist. So, like, <laughs> I'm kind of glad he's mad. <laughs> I don't, I don't have any issues. With it. I don't need everyone on my team to like each other. I can still draft people who don't get along. Uh, and as I told Liam on Twitter, you know, Rashad White, maybe he's not uh, great at fantasy. You know, that doesn't matter. I need to be great at football. Uh, do me favors. Was he going to let us have Rashad Penny after uttering his uh, name there? Um, but I mean, both I of those take, running backs are available. I would take Rojo or, over Rashad yeah. White. <laughs> this is this is this is what Liam said. Liam said Pat's silence on this issue speaks volumes. Tell me if there's anything more that needs to be said after this. There it is. Well, Liam also says that White clearly heard something uh, from the Bucks. That's almost certain. <laughs> the Bucks. I mean. Jones, they clearly hated Jones. So, uh, again, I think this is probably a good thing where White, right, he now knows, like, all the things not to do. They're like, Jones did this. We didn't like that. We didn't like that. White's just doing his thing. He knows He knows what to avoid, the pitfalls, right? But Jones, he's got he's got a, a clean slate on, in KC. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. I, it's, also, a, it's similar to the DK thing where I feel like we're just talking about, like, this worst-case thing like i was saying with dk we already sort of saw it last year right so like it could actually be better rojo it's like we know this dude is talented he's a talented runner but like yeah the situation in tampa bay was not was not good for him i mean i watching that clip i was like i could not wait to watch him run for the chiefs like this could be be a a legitimately great season with for all jones and that would be so fun (laughs) I want to talk about this comment from Nick Chase Edmonds over Rojo. Come on now saying we pass on Edmonds. Like I will concede that Edmonds has a higher floor than Rojo for sure. I think his touches and his role is probably way more guaranteed, but I, I do not think you can say Chase Edmonds has a higher ceiling than Rojo. No, where did I hear this? But, but someone was saying Michelle's could like expected to lead the team in touches. They brought in Michelle and they have and Moster. Moster. Yeah. Like th- this is going to be San Francisco East and, and Evans is going to be fine, but they got a lot of dudes that they're, they're going to use Tyreek and, and Waddle in sort of Debo-ish ways, right? With like touches near the line of scrimmage. Absolutely. That's going to happen. So what, what do you guys think Evans role is? Like there's not going to be that many. Uh, he's not a workhorse. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come in. He's gonna catch some balls, be a change of pace guy. And I mean, be good. He's like Ceh could legit just be completely dusted. (laughs) I mean, they might just be done with him. The problem with Ceh is that he's not good at anything. Right, that's sort of a a concern typically. It's a little bit of an issue, yeah. When, when you're when you're not good at anything, you don't bring anything to the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like what what does Ceh do well? He's this pass catching pass catching specialist who doesn't play on third downs. Like it's not good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Jones certainly has his weaknesses, but uh, 
would you guys want, depending on what Billy does, would you want to pivot off of the um, picket thing and just grab Kirk Cousins here to stack with our first round pick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you I mean, think, I honestly Brad? think we could go uh, picket as well to close we it out. We could if we wanted. Yeah. But I figure Cousins here, pick what we, I mean, we, we need Jeff Jefferson to smash in this scenario. Might as well. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's just Cousins is one of those QBs where I kind of almost want to double stack him. Like Jefferson can hit and Cousins can still be pretty meh, you know? But yeah, like, it's totally fine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Liam says CH is DDoSing uh, Pat's internet right now. <laughs> what does he do well? Uh, yeah, can... Pat, if I'm going to take shots at Silva's internet on Twitter, I mean, you got to get this shit figured out. You know what it is? It, it's probably yeah. the, the computer. Oh, thank you, Gretch. I, I try. Wait, I'm trying to pull up this uh, this article. We're gonna get a six receiver you. at some point. We, I mean, we got a little complacent. The Avalanche. You, no, well, let's over. just double stack Cousins with Osborne then. Yeah, I like that. Or Tolbert. Or yeah, I, I kind of want mm, Tolbert, 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 Tolbert. Single okay. stack Dak here. We don't even have Dak stacked. Oh, I guess we have. Just Tolbert no, also that gives us that late season. Although I guess we do have three rookies now. <laughs> We already have plenty of late season upside. Roll the Tolbert <laughs> clip. Um, the uh, one nice thing is we're rounding out this Dallas stack, Ben. I mean, we got our yeah. Dallas stack in the Burks bring back in week 17. That's pretty hot. Ooh, I did not realize. I have not looked at the matchups because I'm not drafting. Oh, that's right. Like you I did that by accident the other day and it felt it felt <laughs> so good. <laughs> our our Minnesota week 17 bring back we, uh, would be a Green Bay guy, which we haven't landed yet. Hmm. That's all right. We can just take dubs in the twenty, in the twentieth round, eighteenth round. Angus said, "Did you see Russ's Insta post today? No, was he uh, pumping KJ Hamler's bags? Nope. There goes KJ Hamler. I guess so. <laughs> Goodness. So someone's just like listening. They're like, wait, Russ said something about KJ Hamler on Instagram. Pound it." <laughs> Pat, what, what's your take on Jalen Naylor? Uh, I don't really have many. I don't have a take on Jalen Naylor. Oh, you just pulled that up. I was Is this looking a real at the depth chart. Yeah, he's their six-round pick, and I almost took him in like the last round of some deep rookie drafts, and then I still didn't didn't do it. But I'm trying to get like a vibe from someone who's dug into this more than me. But that's basically what Sean said. Uh, I think Sean said. I think I remember looking up some stuff and just like being like, "Yeah, he's not. I'm not. He's not that interesting or something." Yeah, that's kind of as far as I got. I was like, "He's yeah. like, yeah." He like kind of graded out as like, "You don't need to worry about this guy." Right. I was like, "That's oh, right." Wow. <laughs> and he kind of just turned the page and was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I do have other stuff to do." Yeah. Real quick, <laughs> Russell Wilson, KJ Hamler, young star on Instagram. I mean, who wow. Oh my god, mean, you know Russ loved that reply. <laughs> dude, you want to talk about the breakfast narrative? How about the Instagram young star narrative? I mean, that's that's something. That is something. What happened to this board? Why is Tolbert still in our yeah? That was weird. A glitch in the matrix, a reality. Look at Billy Joe. The second we take Tolbert, just snap picks Osborne. Um, oh, we already have two tight ends. I was going to say. So I would say. Um, I don't mind. 
Algier and then Gainwell. We also have playing Dallas um, week 16. Um, Gainwell for he, me. Oh, it's Algier, Algier for me. Gainwell? I, I just think Algier has such a, a high ceiling for the whole season. I will also say like Algier never falls um, okay. this far in draft. So I probably just grab him here. Let's do it. I, yeah, I trust you guys. I I, I love I love um Gainwell Ben. He's one Gainwell, of my, yeah. my yeah. highest. But that uh, combination of Pat liking his ceiling and you liking the ADP value is uh, an easy sell. I mean, anytime we can get more rookies on the roster, I'm fine. You said we had three rookies, and I was like, that's not enough. What? Are we, like, <laughs> I'm trying to get eight on this roster. We might get there. <laughs> we might. Um. Yeah, what do, you, what do you guys think of Khalil Herbert? He He's another interesting one. I guess the only thing raining on my Khalil Herbert parade is, like, is Damian Williams going to be an issue? No, he plays for Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Uh, sorry, not Damian Williams. Um, he's an issue for Algier. Who, Wait, who, el- who, who else did they have? I'm trying to look it up. There is someone else. Did they bring someone there? in? Maybe yeah. I'm hey, maybe Tristan I'm Ebner is the guy, and no one is uh, – And Darrington drafting- Evans. Darrington Evans. Evans was was what I was thinking of. Darrington um, Evans is is a. Do you guys still body. want to grab yeah, uh, Gainwell. Gainwell here? Gainwell for sure. Gainwell, yeah, yeah. We I mean, have him stack uh, a week sixteen stack. I love that a little week sixteen cheeky little stack there. This kid, Tristan Ebner's the guy, not Darrington Evans. Here's the reason: one, they draft they actually drafted him rather than picking him up off of uh, the Titans uh, trash heap, but he's also a special teamer. He's a special team. He's a return specialist. So it's going to be Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, and then Ebner's the the active game day guy. And Ebner had the second highest yards per hour in the class behind Rashad White. And he's like 204 pounds. So, like, he's kind of interesting. Uh, cool. He, he's like, I don't, I mean, I, I've gotten him in, like, every single rookie draft. I don't even see, like, it's as if he was not drafted. Like, no one seems – I'm picking him up in, like, the fifth, sixth round of rookie drafts after, like, a bunch of UDFAs. It's it's weird. He's a pass-catching specialist who will be active on game days uh, who was drafted. That's nice. The Legitimately, that sounded like I wasn't being serious. The other concern I would have for uh, Herbert would be, like, this, what do you get when you're right thing? This is not an offense that I would project. Like, I'm always writing about team high-value touches and stealing signals. This is not going to be a team that has good team high-value touches. They're not going to score a lot of points. Justin Fields is going to run. They're going to trail. They're going to be passing late in games. This is good. Like, even if Montgomery's hurt and Herbert consolidates the offense, I don't think he's even like a RB1 most weeks, like in DFS discussions, because you're talking about low touchdown equity, probably not a lot of running back passes. I mean, they're going to be games where the Bears score like 10 points. Mm. They're not going to be good, right? The other thing about the Bears, I was looking up today, uh, their offensive coordinator. Do you guys know his name? Beast no. Name. I don't know his name either, and I looked it up earlier today. It's uh, <laughs> Luke Getze. I just Luke Getze. Yeah. There we go. What was he? Luke Getze. Uh, quarterback coach? Yeah. So are they going to be super slow? Yeah, probably. They're going to suck, dude. I'm so upset about it. I'm so upset. I think they're going to suck. It's going to be, they're going to suck for fantasy, is what I mean. They're going to suck in general, but they're going to also suck for fantasy. It's going to suck for fields. The uh, the chat's making the point that Vilas Jones is also a return specialist, which, which maybe hurts my point, but you can't use your number one wide receiver on special teams. You got, 
you gotta have him healthy, you know. You can't if he's <laughs> ninety-four years old. Oh man, Lewis Jones it's so bad. It's still so bad. If they just honestly like, like, I think we might end up owing an apology to Pace. We're really not to not to Pace, not to Pace to uh, what's his face? I've already cleansed to Nagy. I think we're gonna have to apologize to Nagy because they were gonna. Nagy? They're gonna have a worse coaching. They have a worse coach team than they did last year. You want that Nagy. guy to apologize? Ben's <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to dress that? up like Nagy and take a victory lap. That was the middle of winter, guys. I don't want to see that again. <laughs> that was funny. They look so bad. Um. All right. I'm just gonna look at. Oh, I was gonna. So look at I mean. I think we're probably we have three more picks. I think we're just headed toward one more running back and two more wide receivers. That works. Roll the clip. You want to? You uh, honestly, honestly, we have we ever had a three clip show? I, I think we kind of need to at this point. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Pat? I mean, purely from a team building perspective, we have all these rookies who should probably draft to Leo Jones, but I don't want to be the guy who doesn't make his roll the clip. Ah, roll the clip. <laughs> God damn it. What do we do? Let's go. That was the right pick. I mean, Zay Jones. Zay Jones is going to keep this guy off the field. Let's go. Visca Redemption. (laughs) This is the Tyler Boyd year three, Devonta Adams year three. Yeah. That's right. Kyle. Thank you. Tyler Boyd's actually a decent comp where he was like literally left for dead. Yeah. All right. I'm in. That's all it took. Can we talk about his first two years? He got hurt his rookie year. And then when he came back late in the year, it was all right. And then last year, he played for Urban Meyer in the biggest shit show of an offense in like modern football history. That was so bad for everyone. They were throwing. He also led the team in yards per route run as a rookie. Like he, yeah. I know, you know, it wasn't like, the rookie we year we sure before, he's bad? but. I'm not sure he's no, bad. No, we're not sure. No. I'm, I'm worried he's not going to get played, which is yeah, generally going to make for a rough fantasy season, but. Not ideal. I do. <laughs> I, I don't think he's bad. I just think that uh, I think he might have trouble getting snaps. So I have a wide receiver I want to take here, unless you guys absolutely love any of the running backs for our last running back. No. I'd like to play. I'd like to take Romeo dub. So we get uh, a little yeah. Minnesota bring Let's back go. in week 17. 17 Let's like go. That's, dub that's season. We need to get a dubs clip. I forgot you're, you're big on dubs. Are you oh. dubs over Watson, Gretch? Not over Watson, but at cost, yes. But you think it's closer than maybe the market (laughs) thing? Relative to cost, yeah. I've taken Dubs in several rookie drafts, and I love taking him in the 17th round over taking Watson wherever the hell he went. Throw up the Dubs. Throw up the Dubs. My Dub was too flat. Um, (laughs) We need a trailing clip. 
I, we're becoming yeah. a trailing show. This is a yeah, great uh, on-brand draft right here. We have a this lot of rookies. Really. We have we a lot them. of guys on a. We <laughs> sure do, don't we? We got everyone that we've made a clip for. We, we got do, guys this we probably get so on-brand. <laughs> Algiers also brand. very on-brand. Gainwell's on-brand. <laughs> Dubs is on-brand. It's a very on-brand draft. Pat Phil Helmuth. I mean, we've got oh, like every. Oh my god, you're right. Chase. It's you're a shit right. chasing. This is. It. I should just. This is what made drafts are. T Higgins. We spent all last year drafting T Higgins like yes. around round at ADP. Deontay Johnson's probably the the most. No, he's not on brand. That's not on brand at all. I'd say pretty. And then we have Kirk Cousins. That's for the stack brand. There you go. That's right. That is the stack brand. Gotta gotta be. Structurally sound. So we're at two five eight two. I think we can definitely wrap up with a six running back in this build. Uh, I don't know why Kenyon Drake is free. Talk because talk it's Samir White. Speak on that. They they do. Well, yeah, but they they renegotiated Drake's contract so that like it makes sense for them to keep him around. And I think I think Samir White could basically just be like a redshirt guy who takes over the Josh Jacobs stuff next year as an early down guy. They're not going to bring Jacobs back. They probably won't bring Drake back either. So um, where they drafted White, it would make sense to have him in mind Ooh. more for next year than this year. Norris brings up Brandon Bolden. I don't think that's crazy at all. I mean, Daniels brings mm. him over after they use him in the James White role. He's gonna- what about uh, Deontay Foreman's also a guy that I've taken a lot. I, I think Nick, or I think uh, Chuba Hubbard's not very good. So I uh, yeah, I, I basically have to stop my. I'm I'm writing about Deontay Foreman in the Fantasy Life newsletter tomorrow with the hopes that his ADP rises, so I stop taking him. Basically, okay. Let's take Foreman then. <laughs> what about uh? <laughs> let's let's get one last one in. <laughs> what about Haskins? Isn't he like the clear backup for Tennessee now? I guess they they'll probably do the Hilliard thing. Hilliard probably is not going away, right? Yeah. Josh, Josh knew somehow that they were keeping Hilliard over Foreman, which seems bananas to me, but was right. So, so I don't know. They must have the let Hilliard. So just from a team macro standpoint, Drake, we already have Waller. Um, Haskins, we already have Burks. If we want to continue to bet on teams, we don't get any correlation bonuses with Foreman, but I do love him. Um, Let's Gretch, just go Foreman, and- man. Foreman's such a smash. Um, is he? We can take him. James White's the other one that sticks out to me, but... I'm fine with Foreman. Pat really wants that pick. I'd be okay with James White, but they, everything they say is like if he's ready, like his hip. Yeah, he might not be healthy. Let's take Foreman. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Kyle asking no picket. I mean, once we went uh, Dak and Kirk, I mean, we definitely could have if we wanted, but that's just a strong enough too that I prefer to just have a two QB build there. And we can still make this yeah. bet on Deontay and Frymuth without even really necessarily committing to pick it it can be pick it or trubisky and we're you know no i think you want to do that right you want to get like that extra stack in there without picket yeah i think it's i think it's fine um to to do that i like i like having i've been doing a lot of those i, I actually have a few with the steelers like that where i have i think i have like a claypool uh pickens team that just is unstacked i i still don't mind having a couple players um, just from the same team. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I saw JW came late. He was asking if we withstood the wide receiver avalanche. This was pretty tame, 
by ship chasing standards, I felt like. Was it? We took Sky Moore in the seventh round. <laughs> well, that was our own doing. That wasn't a product of well, the I mean, Dylan Waddle went 312. That's true. That's true. This um, is our role. We should have taken Garrett Wilson there. I, I do. Uh, yeah. Yes. I do wish. We, but we had to follow ADP, you know? Look, you got to yeah. have some exposure to the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> what Chiefs? A Chief in every draft. draft. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we also have Rojo, so we got two Gs. There you go. Two we G's. stacked it. We we had to, you know, correlate our points. We, we did. All right, who was okay? D Weiss. All right, are we doing this? You want some sauce? Let's uh, let's see if you can. Sure. You think you want ship chasing to review your team? How much sauce would you like on your team? Reviews? Oh, I love this. You asked for the sauce. He wants it extra saucy. You think you want it spicy? He, he wants 13. Oh, boy. But then you realize you can't handle the heat. Here. This guy. Do we have to review his team? Hey. Why did you take Moel and Cox? What are you doing? So fucking cute with his zero RB. Evan, you will speak when you are spoken to. Fuck off for his awful team. Ship chasing team reviews are getting spicy this summer. Come get the sauce. Two. He wanted a two. <laughs> Jack Settlement's food distributor doing his snapback chicken tendies and a ship chasing sauce wine. <laughs> so what? Good. So you know how Jack Settlement he he has this like pop kitchen um, partner brand partnership with Snapback and they launch Snapback Kitchen and he's selling chicken okay. tenders and it's Snapback. It's like if we could get actual ship chasing hot sauce made. Oh my god, uh, that would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Who's growing some peppers? Makes us like I, chug a bottle. I want. I, 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 I think it should be. It's got to be habanero, right? I mean, I'm you not a sauce connoisseur. Habaneros, habaneros, the best. I like a not super spicy. Can habanero can can hurt, but best flavor, best flavor. Okay. Um. All right. So D Weiss from the twelve. Uh. He was our fellow piss boy. To start this draft, Adam, CeeDee Lamb, Waddle, DJ Moore uh, takes the Zeke. backup Cowboys running back <laughs> as his anchor. Um, takes the Imagine backup 49ers Zeke running back. Fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just said Silva take the wheel and closed his eyes on that pick. <laughs> Garrett Wilson's pretty nice in the eighth there. Uh, I mean, cool Elijah too, Mitchell. Look at <laughs> anytime you can take. Two running backs that probably won't even start for their team in rounds five and seven as like your anchors. You you definitely. What do you do with tight end? He got he, Tunyon um, Fant. He took Tunyon Fant. So he's he he's kind of taking the strategy. Can you win BBM three with a zero at tight end every week? I think is kind of his strategy. <laughs> Fant in the thirteenth is pretty good. That's where he's going. Look, we're I, roasting. We got to we got to give him we got to give him a Sorry. compliment. Look, I've been doing slow drafts. So I'm like round eleven at most. So I'm like, you got, oh. you got Eno Benjamin in the seventeenth round. I mean, that's a good spot to get your best running back. I'm very impressed with that. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So you're you're rocking a two QB build with Zach Wilson and Derek Carr. I mean, what could what could go wrong with those two? At least you have Kendrick Bourne. That'll help. Uh... Never. Kendrick Bourne, that one game Kendrick Bourne scores over 15 <laughs> points with a one-handed catch is going to be truly a magnificent moment for you. Unfortunately, it'll be week three. <laughs> but he seriously, won't make this team lineup. sucks. There's like no good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, love your structure, hate your team. 
<laughs> yeah. The, the Do this, but with different players. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who else wanted? Jay Frick wanted the sauce. He wanted the sauce out of pick ten here. Oh, 10. Um, oh, pick ten. Pick ten. I thought pick he wanted 10, spice pick level. 10. 10. You got to give us a spice level, guys. He wants you, to get you, sauce like my taco salad. He said, which it. It's it nice having good. a guy like Josh Frick in these drafts who's willing to take all the guys no one else wants to take. That's what's nice. You grab <laughs> Dalvin, you grab Amari, you grab Cam Akers, you grab Brandon Cooks. Brandon Thank Cooks. you for your service, yeah. Josh. Guys, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Dalvin lined up as a wide receiver in bunch sets. Wow. OTAs. He's going to catch passes. May- There's a May headline. <laughs> I missed It is that. a May headline. I missed that. Uh, Damian Harris, the running back four on the Pats this year. Gronk, who's not even in the league right now. Jamison Crowder at Van Jefferson in the 13th round. Anytime you can get another wide receiver four, that's beautiful. Anytime you can get Tutu Atwell's backup in the 13th, got to do it. Anytime, Marlon Mack, anytime you can get the uh, running back three on the worst team in football who doesn't catch passes, you definitely got to do it. And Jared Goof. Strong stuff. Anytime you can get to a tug of Aloha and Jared Goff, since they're basically the same guy, you got to do it. Hang on real quick. Do you even stack, bro? Jared Goff, Detroit. I mean, what am I missing here, Josh? Or... Okay, his Brady. Why, like... why is this a three QB build, Josh? There's no need for this to be a three QB. Tom Tua, log out. I mean... I actually oh, think it, it it could be fine. You got no rushing upside, so we're roasting, I don't need it. Pat, don't, he doesn't don't, have any Miami or Detroit pass catchers. Uh, well, that's there we go. He doesn't have any stack in here. He just had to get Jared Goff on this roster. Just really badly needed Goff. Naked Goff. Josh, did that's you weird, dude. A, naked private. Goff. That's just that's weird. <laughs> this is a this isn't a private twelve man league that plays half the spots. Josh, we're trying. Is to this like a kink? Dollars. Just to draft naked golf? This is like some weird kink you have. Josh, now you're worried. Oh no, Josh is a bye week, bro. Oh god. Josh oh. is a bye week. Josh. Oh. Take your zero. Oh my goodness. Take your zero like a man. You gotta get naked golf. Oh no, they have week eleven buzz. Gotta get naked golf. That'll fix everything. Oh, Josh. We lost you to the bye week church. Oh. Well, but in Josh's defense, sure, he had naked golf, but he did stack up Tua, right? Um, let me check. Yeah, no, he definitely stacked up. To- no, no stack. No, nope, didn't stack up to him. Don't see Tyree. <laughs> Is Gesicki there? No, no Gesicki. Um, let's see oh. here though. He definitely he did Look, stack up Tom the, Brady with a the, guy who's not the twelve points that naked golf gets you in week eleven are. That's that's the championship week, right? That's the week that he's going to win the, the million dollars. Kyle Pitts and Gronk does not need a third quarter. Do not need a third tight end. You've got, I mean, you already made the bet that Gronk's playing. Like Gronk is either not playing this year or totally fine with Kyle Pitts, right? Yes. Uh, Josh, unironically, I hate this team. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready to sauce tonight. All right. I'm just saying, yes, for the sauce. You gotta be ready for the sauce. You gotta, yeah, you got it's habanero night, man. <laughs> it's got a kick tonight. Uh, all right, who, who wants who wants another sauce? He he did. He handcuffed uh, Rob Gronkowski with uh, with the shitty tight end Devin oh Ingram. Come on. Sauce all right, Star Kindler. He wants it. He wants us to. to let's see. Let's what's go. what? What draft spot? So he was the three here. 
So we have Kyler and Matt Ryan, McCaffrey, Javante, James Connor, Ramondre, Keenan, DeAndre Hopkins. So God, um, Brandon, Alan Lazard <laughs> is your wide receiver. There's 16 four. combined games. Uh, he was looking to draft Jared Goff, but he had guts. DJ I'm done making Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, all right, I just need Jared Goff and this build's complete. <laughs> and then naked Jared Goff by week pro was Can like, you imagine <laughs> the only thing more depressing in waiting for a backdoor Jared Goff stack is getting sniped out of it by a naked Jared Goff. Could you imagine double stacking the Lions and then not being able to get Jared Goff? Hang on, can we see how this played out in real time? I want to see this from the three. So we went Javison, Shark, and then where did Goff go? He's right below that, 17-10. So he was hoping to get him in the 18th. I mean, that's fine. That's where, you know, you would expect yeah, okay. to get Jared Goff. All right, I guess he – I mean, why, why are you reaching for Matt Ryan there? I guess – So yeah. when Goff was off the board, he had to take the closest player he could think of, and he took Austin Hooper. Because he already had Chark. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait. So you're you're reaching to grab Matt Ryan because you drafted Alec Pierce instead of double stacking your Chark and Jameson with Jared Goff? I don't know about this, Stark Kindler. Also, like the Jameson play – is that, I don't know if you know this, but he tore his ACL in January. So the Jameson play is that he goes off during the playoffs. So you, I think, especially want Jameson stacked. Well, yes. and definitely get Jameson when you have DeAndre Hopkins who's starting the season. Yeah, because no, you know no, no. you don't really. There's no like advancing to the playoffs, is there? Yeah. You have to. No, you, no. Oh, he, he covered advance. himself. He's gonna get AJ Green. AJ Green. You know, yeah. Six points oh, per game, Green. weeks Good one point. through six, and then DeAndre Hopkins is gonna come in and give you nine. <laughs> points oh, and, the, and he's got DJ Chark to cover Jameson Wilson. So a little bit of yeah. a handcuff wide receivers. Little handcuffing. <laughs> little handcuffing. <laughs> Josh came back and said, Goff not looking so bad now. Hey. <laughs> you know what? Uh, maybe maybe Starkindler would have been able to stack up Keaton Allen and Jared, Gerald Everett if Chris G wasn't tucking his kid into bed oh, and drafting yeah. Justin Herbert at 212. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did someone else want it? Did someone else want the sauce? I don't think anyone else wants it tonight. They're getting it. A yeah, little. if you want it, we'll give it to you. We got the habanero tonight. Pat made it clear. We're coming yeah. with it. This is, it's a habanero spicy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if I got carved by a naked goblin, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But, <laughs> Stark Hitler is pissed at Chris. Seriously, um, <laughs> All right, Keith Paul is mentioning with their Zach Wilson stacks and is Jared Goff really that big of a downgrade? No, I think you can double stack Jared Goff, but my God, if you start it and don't get it, it hurts. All right, Do Me Favors wants it from the fourth. We will do you no favors. Uh, Jamar Chase, Kamara Fournette, Allen Robinson, Burrow, Schultz, Gibson, Lockett, Stabber. You know, it's never fun when these guys with the red badges want you to do it because they're just scooping the ADP values. I mean, let, let me see his team. Like, go to the team view. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go to his top four picks were all really good in 2018. This is this Chase. definitely does not need to be a five RB build. I mean, when you're rocking Kamara, Fournette, Gibson, and CPAT, you're good. You're good. Schultz and Kamara. Kamara and Fournette. Um, good luck. You don't get their points for three years ago. 
I mean, I guess if you're going to do the <laughs> thesis of hyper fragile, don't get his points for three years ago. Because it does. I mean, the, the receivers Jones, are. You don't get his points for three years ago. Marvin Jones, you don't get his points for three years ago. All of these Corey Davis, you don't get his points for three years ago. Every one of these players was good a long time ago and is not going to be as good in 2022. The thing it it does say up here that he has nine wide receivers, but I see two and a half when I kind of look <laughs> yeah. at it. I just I where don't was know Patterson taken? Because that's the one. Poor Gibson. <laughs> if you could, oh no, okay, one seventeen. That's, he was the that's one who sniped fine. us on Penny because Gretsch said he wanted All Penny right. and he came one pick away from us and he couldn't help himself. He needed the snipe equity and ruined his team in the process. Shave on you. Strong stuff. Um, Who else wanted it? Hey, he's got some explosiveness at tight end, though. Did you see those guys? Dalton Schultz and Cole Komet? I mean, whew, there's going to be some big plays there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cole Komet. Cole Komet insanely efficient Cole Komet on an insanely efficient offense. You're going to love having him. Let's see how Chris G recovered here. I mean, anytime you accidentally auto draft Herbert at 24, you also got to grab another QB with your top 75 picks, Chris. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh man. Um. Okay. Zero RB miles Sanders, Melvin Gordon, Singletary, Rashad white. I Isaiah feel like Spiller. you needed a sixth year, man. Yeah, I mean, this guy's for sure, quote, retweeting every PFF article about running backs making 1050 an hour. You can you can see it from a mile away. Um, Higby, Taysom Hill, Logan Ty. I mean, what are we? Taysom Hig- Hill? Taysom Hill at pick. How many kids did you have to put to bed during this draft? This guy <laughs> How many kids do you have, dude? <laughs> I mean, were you were you taking a <laughs> trick-or-treating? Like, what, what is happening? <laughs> did your kid wake up? <laughs> I was like, why was he even starred? Why, why was he I in mean, the queue at any point? I know point? why. This guy listens to one podcast with with Davis and, and Liam saying that Davis said he was going to have like thirty percent taste of Hill this year because he could probably be the guy you need in Week Seventeen. Chris has been influenced by Davis Maddock. Oh man, uh, Jalen Guyton. I mean that that's that's the kind of pick you make. Would you draft Justin Herbert at two? That's the only other way you could justify drafting Jalen Guy. I actually do think this is a win sprints league, though. He's gonna if you're gonna draft Justin Herbert in the second round, you should draft Jalen Guy. (laughs) Draft like you're right. Justin Herbert throws 16 touchdowns to to Jalen (laughs) Guy. Wait, how many draft like your auto pick is right? Eight, we have like. You have, you have Cup. You better hope Cup scores even more points than last year. Also, Chris, like your entire brand is how much you love Jamar Chase. You were saying Jamar Chase 101, and then you hop in this draft and draft Cooper Cup over Jamar Chase. Your brand wow, is in dude. shambles. Godwin's not going to be ready. Jalen Guyton oh, and John dude. Mechie are not going to do anything. Kadarius Tony probably plays like three games before he gets kicked off the team. Adam Thielen's 90. What, what By the way, the Kadarius Tony like immediately fulfilling the prophecy of like his incredibly flashy highlights, but like not getting any playing time is pretty wild. Like his NFL career, like immediately just was exactly the same as his college career. Oh, uh, but I just figured out why he took Herbert in the second round because he had Cup, so he had to get that Week Seventeen stack right out of the gate. <laughs> Oh, Unfortunate boy. thing is you need good players to make that work. You do. You do. Well, ship chasers. <laughs> Jalen Guyton and Tyler I, I Higby are not going to get you there. <laughs> I, 
I, I like this draft better. You know, we got dads auto drafting. We got people, yeah. you know, ripping running backs early. If it weren't for us taking Sky Moore over Garrett Wilson, I feel like we'd be over the moon. Yeah, but we got to roll three clips. So that was- yeah, actually, I, I'm totally fine with it. We got the extra clip in there. We like this was a perfect May draft. Just rolling all sorts of clips. Very odd brand. Very. I mean, if this is our drafts in May, just wait until we're all drunk and drafting in August, guys. <laughs> yeah, for two thousand bucks a pop. Yes. Um, that's actually uh we're gonna wrap up here and uh the three of us are gonna huddle about our summer plans, get all of our drafting ducks in a row. It's gonna be a, a super fun summer. We're looking forward to it. We'll probably um we should hop in a an FFPC draft maybe next week, get the lay of the land um over there as well. Um, but if yeah. you guys haven't hopped in the uh the ship chasing discord, highly recommend it. Always a fun time over there. Uh, Gretch and Pat, you guys got anything cooking these days in your neck of the woods? Well, I wanted to give uh, Josh a shout out. Josh Norris, who was in the chat, um, and he was telling Chris Evans. Mm. He influenced uh, Nick, who promptly went into our ship chasing startup and selected Chris Evans. Oh, so, wow. Shouts, shouts to Josh Norris. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, we are deep into these dynasty drafts. I'm well, at ours, too. Go ahead. Leagues five and six just started. We're I'm in round two, and there's been a lot of trading. Very active league here. They want me to make my pick live. I think I got on the clock right before we went live. I'm not going to make my pick because uh, I want to trade out of it. So make me an offer. How about that? There you go. Using his influencer platform to curry <laughs> offers here on stream. I will say I did a... Uh, a just submitted an article for our draft guide that is a dynasty um, dynasty strategy article on accumulating dynasty values kind of evergreen I used some examples from last year and this year but kind of a kind of evergreen strategy article so look for that in our draft guide which should be out early summer there you go all right dudes have a great week we'll be back wednesday again as usual probably to draft we'll see you in the discord peace